All right, what's happening, everyone? Welcome back. A brand new episode of our podcast, Betting on Love. Look at this beautiful setup. If you're watching this on YouTube, my goodness, it will not do it justice through the camera. You have to see it live. Um, it, it it looks unbelievable. It's great. All an, a creation by Isabel. Look at that. <laughs> shy no you you did an amazing job if you're on spotify i suggest you go over to youtube and you watch it there or on our social media because it looks incredible what a work of art thank you so much for that thank you <laughs> how um how did you come up with that um shout out to um odd voice by Kristen mcatee and alex coot um i was watching um I was watching Kristen's YouTube video because she's like a YouTuber and she was saying that um, she has a podcast and she was saying that like her set, she used like fake walls and I was like, whoa, like that's like a really like smart idea because obviously like we both live with like family members, parents, whatnot. And so I was like, okay, we, we don't have enough space to like make our own little podcast setup. So um, this is actually like a little wood board and then I just like taped a bunch of photos that like are really important to us banners and stuff like that and made it like a little backdrop and it looks like a podcast studio so your creativity is unlimited it looks incredible uh my brother just came out he saw it he's like yep (laughs) yep these are the things that we do it's really cool all right uh what are we going to talk about today we have uh it i think it says it in the title of the show in the name of the show (laughs) it says what we're going to talk about but do you mind introducing the topic yeah we're talking about betting how we got into betting some of our craziest bets craziest wins saddest losses um i think when we created this podcast we wanted people to know that we wanted to talk about life and all the hard things that come with it like last week's podcast um our grief podcast if you haven't listened to that go listen to it yes but also we wanted people to know that we also have a very deep love for sports and that's why we got the name betting on love because you know love is kind of our relationship how we came together um and i think love also like stands for like just life in general Mm -hmm. and then the betting part brings really in like sports and i mean our logo is a bet slip too like that we use so yeah yeah right and uh to me at least betting is synonymous with sports i know you can bet on pretty much anything nowadays but whenever someone tells me oh i placed a bet i usually think oh you on a baseball game on a soccer game basketball football boxing mma whatever the case may be um so yeah if, if you don't mind let's get started um how did you get into sports betting? We were talking about this, and let's be honest, I, I was a little <laughs> ashamed of my answer, but how did you get into sports betting? Yes, um, I started sports betting um, <laughs> when <laughs> I, was like, I wasn't like, oh, going to casinos and like betting on stuff. When you but, were four, yeah. obviously not. Yeah, <laughs> but when I was like a little bit younger, probably like eight or so, um, there was a race, a horse race track nearby my house. No, like not really nearby, like forty minutes away. Yeah, and there's uh, a cool story going on right now about that. Yeah, horse track, uh, race track too. We'll get to that in yeah. a bit, but yeah, go on. Um, and we w- would go there. Like my family would go there. Me, my cousin, my mom, my aunt, my great grandpa, my grandma sometimes, and my great grandpa would just like kind of let us pick out horses and that we wanted to bet on, and then 
he would put the money on it for us and if we won something he would give it to us and that was kind of like the first time like i was like oh like you know you could bet on stuff like that i didn't even know that sports betting really existed <laughs> Um, but I think that was kind of like, oh, you can bet on that. And obviously, like, I knew about, like, scratch-offs and stuff. Like, I've seen them before. Um, but then it wasn't until, like, 2019, my mom... No, it wasn't until 2016. Yeah. My mom and me and my family had gone to Las Vegas. Like, a big family trip, like, 18 of us. And um, my mom started betting. She bet on the Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather fight, on the Pacquiao Horn fight. Um, and I started so I was like really curious. I was like, Oh, like, what is this? And she goes, Oh, it's like sports betting, whatever. And, um, you know, at the time, like I was 16, so I wasn't like, I couldn't bet. Obviously. Right. And, yeah. Like I wasn't trying to bet on stuff. Like I was just, Oh, like I'm going to Vegas just to like hang out with my family type of thing. And then when it was 2019, um, I like my mom went back to Vegas with my aunt and uh, my cousin and, it was during the NBA finals and I was like, mom, like bet on this team, bet on that team. And we started like winning and I, you know, my mom like put some money for me and then I like won like, a, I won like, I think like we both won each won like a hundred dollars or something. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then when I turned 21, um, sports betting, I mean, it was so easy to like bet because it had been like already like you can bet on your phone, like you don't have to go inside a casino, you don't have to go to Vegas, you don't have to like you know, you don't have to do those things anymore. Mm-hmm. So I would just like place like, oh, well, let me place a bet here. Let me place a bet there. And um, I now like try to stay into like certain things that I actually watch. So like basketball, football, when it's football season, um, soccer, never will bet again again. Cause that's soccer betting. Like you win, <laughs> you win on betting on soccer. Like you're a legend because it's just way too hard. Yeah. Um, and then I, like, I remember I bet on England, I think. And First mistake. They won. It was when they went against, like, the, the like, semifinals before they were going to go face Italy. Oh, when they beat Denmark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. I yeah, England, yeah, yeah. I bet on England and Argentina. I bet Argentina will win for America. They won it. Yes. And then I bet on England. They won, but they won an extra time. And my bet got yeah. canceled out. Yes, I and remember that. that. I remember. Never again. I will bet on this again. And then, um, yeah, I have not, like, I have not bet on on soccer. That's, it's, like, way too hard. It's hard. Yeah. And that that's something that I feel we should, we should tell people. If, if there's anyone that doesn't understand the world of sports betting, which I know, for example, my mom, she thinks it's the devil. <laughs> in disguise she hates sports betting she hates when i talk about it she hates when i reference it she does not like me to talk about sports bets she knows that i do it but i just don't tell her about it right um but i think the one thing that people who don't bet should know or if you're trying to get into sports betting since football season is around the corner and it's a very popular sport to bet on the one thing you should know bet on sports you're knowledgeable in if you are an mma fan and you hate baseball, don't bet on baseball. Bet on MMA. Yeah. And do your research. There's so many outlets nowadays, so many platforms, websites, podcasts that will YouTube tell you, channels. YouTube channels, all of that. They, they will tell you, hey, bet on this, bet on that. Don't take our word for it. This is just our suggestion based on our research. They've done research. They kind of know what they're talking yeah. about. A bet is a bet at the end of the day. But you should 
stick to what you know. If you don't know football, don't bet on it unless it's like a free bet. Yeah. And it's and whatever. Get your money back, yeah. Yeah, and it's a free bet, you get your money back. There's plenty of those in the football season. Go for it. But if you don't know foot if you don't know what a first down is and you're trying to place a bet on football, don't do it. Just and don't. I think a little tip for sports betting if you're listening to this and you're like, "Oh, you know what? I want to try it." Like I've never you know, I've never placed a bet whatnot. Um, if your team is negative, that means that they are favorited to win. Mm-hmm. And if the team is in the positive, that means that they're the underdog. So, so yeah. Basically flipped. Yeah. And if, let's say it's like plus, like, let's say it's Chicago Bulls against the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors are plus 100. If you put $10, you'll make $100 plus your $10. So you'll basically be getting back $110. Right. And so I obviously, like, in sports betting, a lot of people go for the underdogs because you get a higher pay, but you take the risk of possibly losing, you know, 50-50 shot. Right. Um, but I think, like, for me, sports betting, like, I really, really got into it was when, like, because of my dad. My dad, yeah. remember? Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. There was this one time, me and Alex were, like, we were, like, asking him something about a sport, like, something that he bet on. We were at a party, you remember? Yes, I do. And it was, like, we, right by my house. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and we, like, grabbed my dad's phone <laughs> to look at it. Like every day, twenty five dollars, twenty five dollars, twenty five dollars. Yeah. Like he was, this dude was going crazy on baseball too. Yeah, which he knows baseball. Yeah, he knows baseball. But it's it like, like yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. But, um, like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, like everything, like play responsibly. Uh, yes. Like, don't like be going out there with your life savings and stuff like that. Um, and last year, like, I think I was super, super into it. Like football season, I was like, oh, every week, like I'm yeah. put, and like obvi- I put like. I'm one of those people, like, I kind of just, like, shoot for the stars. I'll just put, like, a dollar. Like, anything, I go from a dollar to ten. Like, anything below ten dollars. Like, I'm not trying to spend a bunch of money. So, and during football season, they give you a lot of free bets, Yes, too. plenty. Yeah. And, like, on every yeah. website, you don't have to pick one. We stick to one right. because it's easy to use. Yeah. Or at least I do. I know you You kind of shop, uh, like, lines and, and you, like, you use different websites. You have accounts on different websites. I have, but I only stick to one. I think that the other ones are too confusing. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, they also say, kind of going into what I was saying, like they say that you should, before you place a bet, check the, s- check the odds. Sometimes for the same amount of money that you're placing, you can get a better return right. if you win your bet. So if you are that patient to look for a better a better line, better odds, Yeah maybe maybe do that but for us it's it's more like okay well we have this website it's easy to use because it is very easy to use and we just do it we're not saying that that's what you should do but it's an easier thing to do right yeah but i think with sports betting the reason and we like we're talking about this earlier is that you can go to a casino and you can spend five minutes at like a craps table a blackjack table and the machines and you could lose it like that mm-hmm. but you can take you know go into and on your phone go into the casino whatever the case is and put five twenty dollars like whatever you were about to lose at a blackjack table and it could last you like four hours because you're like watching a game you're spending time with your family like watching it with your friends whatever the case is it's a lot more enjoyable i think and i think like when you when we've placed bets before like on a football game it's like oh my god like we need this we need this Mm -hmm. and it's like exciting but you also like are like okay like i lost ten dollars i won whatever the case is but it's not 
like when you i feel like when you like i've never like done blackjack or stuff like that i have gone to like um casinos and i have gone and did like um like the machines and stuff and i would be sitting there like literally 10 seconds later i'm like down like Mm-hmm. 50 bucks i'm like mm-hmm. bro what what just happened i just walked in here exactly so i feel like i've really like stick to sports betting because it lasts you a little bit longer in the sense of like you can place a bet like right now and then watch the game and you know mm-hmm. like sometimes they'll give you the option to cash out so if your team is doing good it might and you say let's say you place ten dollars and um they might be giving you 15 20 30 whatever the case is so yeah i think that's really why i like sports betting more because it's you can place it and like still have high hopes and for like a long time and then like you're not losing as much i feel like where where versus like if you go to like a casino like you're gonna lose like 50 plus when you could just be putting it on like four games literally right you know right and you mentioned something really really interesting there and it's the cash out that's the beauty of of online and mobile betting because in person when you go to a kiosk and you place a bet there you can't cash out they're not going to offer you anything you have to have the 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 mobile betting on so that way you can cash out if you think that yeah you know yeah if you think you're not gonna make it but is with cashing out is they only allow you if you parlay teams not if you parlay in one game Mm -hmm. so if you put like so parlay basically is like a bunch of bets so let's say you're like oh i want the chicago bulls to win i want um orlando magic to win i want and let's say you want to throw a baseball game like like the the new york yankees or whatever and that's a parlay because it's a bunch of bets into one bet slip Mm -hmm. and um if you do it like that, they'll give you a cash out. Let's say if both of your teams won, let's say the Magic won, the Bulls won, and the Yankees are up, up like a home run or whatever, um, they would might give you like, say if you put ten dollars and your cash out's like a hundred, they might be giving you like sixty or something, right? Mm-hmm. But if you place a same game parlay, so everything that is in one game, so like example, you're watching basketball, and it's the Bulls, you're watching the Bulls. Let's say you put. Zach Levine over his points. You put um the Bulls to win by ten plus. You put the um Alex Caruso assist. I don't know. Yeah, like Alex Caruso assist. Demar Derozan over on like steals or something. Then you can't get like a you can't get a cash out if you hit like certain ones. Mm -hmm. So it can only be different games basically. Um, or even outcomes yeah like there's a future bet and i feel like we're throwing out like like a lot of a lot of stuff but it's okay i mean we'll we'll get back to them and we'll explain them but a futures bet is basically like betting it's like betting the champion of a league of a tournament for example i don't know if you want to talk about your parlay that 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 you have (laughs) okay or um i have a couple actually oh well there you go same on my phone um so I won the Warriors, and if you don't know, I'm a big Golden State Warriors fan. <laughs> Steph Curry hitting Steph. the night night when he won. Right over there. Um, so when the Warriors were winning, um, and like I knew, okay, like they're gonna they're gonna win the, against the Celtics this year. I started making a bunch of parlays and future parlays, and also like parlays including Golden State. And I know, like, and we were talking about this earlier. It's like. Last year, when I was, when I was like, okay, like Golden State's coming up, like you know, basketball season coming up, like season just ended, I didn't think of like going to put the Warriors, not because I didn't believe in them, 
I'm gonna be honest. Part of me thought the Warriors are gonna were gonna like be better like next year, the 2022 2023 season. Mm-hmm. I didn't really expect them to win the season. I'm totally happy about it, but I was like, I don't know if they're gonna be in the mix this year. Again, happy. But also part of me is scared because I'm such a big fan that I'm like, am I going to jinx them? Like, are they <laughs> going to like just like never win again? Um, and I think that's part of it where, you know, you go from you as a fan, it's hard to kind of separate yourself and as like a better because sometimes you have to think like realistically, like we were talking about this like earlier was like, do you bet because of you think they're actually going to win or do you bet because you just like that team? Like, mm-hmm. And I think for me, a lot of, like anytime Golden State plays, I'm not betting against them um, because I believe in them. But I didn't think they were going to win this season. And part of it also was like, okay, like I don't want to curse them. I don't want to jinx them. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what if they don't make it? And even now, like the bets that I have, I'm like scared. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what if, like, you know? So I placed a bet. Um, this was Golden State to win the NBA championship for 2022, which they did. And then I put Jack Swinski to win the National League Rookie of the Year. And then I put Tampa Bay Bucks to win the Super Bowl this year. So I put $2 and I would win $878. They're giving me seven cents to cash out. (laughs) (laughs) Seven cents, a whole seven cents. And then I put Golden State Warriors to win Mm. the 2022 That's the second parlay. That's parlay number two. Parlay number two, yeah. Golden State to win the national, uh, the NBA championship for 2022. Argentina to win the World Cup this year. And and what odds did you get Argentina at? Plus 800. Plus 800, which uh, that's like, that's like pretty good for a tournament. That we should preface that too. It's pretty good for a tournament because usually the favorites are like tournaments like that, World Cups, uh, or, or even like NFL early early on in the season. Plus 700, plus 800, plus even like 850 those are teams that are more likely to win if you have if you see like a plus 1500 they're most likely it's not very likely there's some that are like plus 5000 stay away unless you know some extra information but go on and then i got i put tampa bay bucks to win the super bowl this year and i got them at plus 750 so for this bet i put a dollar and 50 cents to win 144 dollars and they're giving me a dollar and 20 cents so basically, the cash out, they kind of think that I might have a chance at it. So that's why they're giving me. And also because I already hit one, which was the Golden State Warriors, and I got them at negative 380. So mm-hmm. they were already like basically one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have another one, which is like my Hail Mary one. Yeah. This is Argentina to win the World Cup, the Los Angeles Chargers to win the Super Bowl, and Golden State Warriors to win the NBA championship. Next year. Next year. So I got. Argentina at 850 again. Um, the Chargers at 1,600. And Golden State is plus 650. And $5 would pay me $6,056. Yeah, 6056 $6, With just what? Two, $2 or five? Five. Five. Okay. And they're giving me 241 so Right. It's like a 50-50. Right. Thing. So that's those are the odds makers telling you that's almost not likely to happen yeah. but if it does we're going to give you this chunk of money for the chunk that you put on yeah right um wow yeah that's that's pretty crazy i forgot about your chargers one i honestly did too i forgot i only thought i had tampa which i'm kind of happy because i don't know but my thinking is is that if argentina wins and the chargers are looking good i would cash out mm-hmm. 
because I feel like I would get, I would definitely get more than five dollars. I know. Yeah. And I'd probably get like a hundred maybe. Yeah. And it would cover all my bets. Yeah. Because all those bets I spent like what, like not even ten dollars. Yeah. So that's I mean I like the f- the the good thing too is like the future bets is you kind of just place them you kind of forget about them and it's mm-hmm. like, oh wait I forgot about this, but um. I think, like, but it keeps you invested throughout yeah. the season. Yeah, it keeps you me always you, you check in on on it. You have it in the back of your mind. Yes, I do. So yeah, that's how, kind of how I got into it. What about you? Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um. Oh, really quick, really quick. Uh, remember about the racetrack, the horse horse track. What, what we were gonna say? Oh right. Yeah. So that racetrack isn't isn't for horses anymore. That is actually the piece of land where the chicago bears want to move to in arlington heights illinois and create their new stadium and they want to make like a big sports book there in order to to attract more people and for people and for the fans to place bets in there as well so yeah that's pretty interesting that it's there's going to be bets there regardless should the bears move to arlington heights but but yeah just a little piece a little interesting piece of history right there um and well to answer your question how i got into sports betting well i got into sports betting in a way when i was really young um my my family and like my dad's friends they they do this thing called in spanish it's called the quinela which is basically the entire slate of mexican league games in one weekend which is nine of them usually or at least that's what it was before nine games and you got to pick the outcome, home, away, or draw. And who, and it was like a group of like 15, 20 people, right? It was usually like at a job or like if you were in school, like you would do that. Um, sometimes you would even go to like, I don't know, you would go to like the laundry and you would, you know, ask like the person, like the head of the of the laundromat hey uh are you playing like it's it's just like stuff like that that, that's how you would play right and i remember i wouldn't buy the tickets myself but my uncles or my dad's friends would say hey do you want to pick some games and i'd be like yeah sure i'll pick some games why not and then they'd ask me oh who do you think is gonna win america or morelia um america who do you think is gonna win chivas or pumas uh tie and it was just like like that you know and it, it like little me like little six-year-old me was like answering those questions i don't know if i ever got i don't remember actually if i got any of them right maybe i won the money and they never gave me any <laughs> nice. um it's all right i guess too late now i'm sure they spent it. <laughs> it it's almost been 20 years but um that's how i got introduced to it and then i remember my friend and i started doing that and we started playing it and then we're like you know what let's just make some with our friends we were like in eighth grade and we were doing that yeah but it was fair it was even you know whoever won got their money we did it a couple times but it was really fun it was just really fun and people were like really into it um so i don't know why we didn't do it more but anyway that that was that was really really fun um and then i remember i also like now i'm talking about like when i'm when I was older, like 18, 19, I started listening to podcasts about betting. Uh, my friend Nick, I listened to his podcast, Veterans Minimum, Degeneration Bets. And um, I was just so interested 
by the terms, by the lingo, by the 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 way that he was so passionate about sports betting and how how interesting it all was. And I'm like, wait, you can win money without the team that you bet on actually winning the game? That's crazy. That's so cool. And I just started listening more. I started informing myself more, paying more attention. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I place bets, I might be able to win some money once in a while. Because I knew, like, it's a hit or miss, you know. And and obviously, like, you grow up and I don't know about you, but, like, with, with me, I I would I would bet, like, with my friends, like, on a FIFA game. Um, you know, it would, it would be like, hey, loser has to buy the winner lunch. Um, or, like, a get like a pickup game oh if you guys lose you have to buy us lunch like stuff like that it was always like about food or like you know like a five ten dollar bet whatever um and it just carried on until now and and then i remember i placed a bet during the 2018 world cup like an actual bet and uh, i had argentina winning the whole thing i put 20 bucks to win like 200 and something and they got knocked out in the round of 16 (laughs) right um, I got decent odds because their group stage was atrocious. That whole performance was just really bad. Um, and then, you know, time time went on and I kept listening to, to more podcasts and I got close with my friend Nick and we started talking about things like that. He, he started telling me like, oh, like this is a sucker bet. This is not. This is a good bet. And he, he would tell me like, yeah, just be responsible yeah. with your betting, you know, like. And just like listening to him and all of that. And then I remember I went to Vegas in 2020. I went with him and um, I placed a bet at a kiosk uh, for the fight that we were going to go watch. The Yoel Romero-Israel Adesanya fight. That whole UFC 240 something. I think it was 248. UFC 248 if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I placed that. I, I had Yoel Romero to win any by any any way. I think that's what the term is. Um, I put 20 bucks to win like 100 something, I think it was. I don't really remember, but yeah, whatever. I mean, that fight was not, <laughs> it's not worthy of really remembering. It's just the fact that, that I was able to go to a kiosk and, yeah. and place a bet there. And then by that time, sports betting was already legalized here in, in Illinois. So when I came back, I went to the casino with my friends and we bet on soccer. We bet on the Champions League round of 16, Liverpool, Atletico Madrid. And I'm never, for as long as I live, never going to forget this because something similar that happened to you happened to me. Um, I had Atletico Madrid to win, to win the game, not to win the series. Um, And I thought I wasn't that well informed. (laughs) I thought... That if Atletico Madrid won any like <laughs> any time, I was gonna get my money, and it was like ten dollars to win like a hundred and fifty. Let's just put it something like that. Um, and Atletico Madrid ended up winning an extra time, but it didn't count. Oh my god! It didn't count. I was through the roof when they when they won. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I got so lucky. They went to extra time and they won. And then my friend's like, wait, I don't think it counts. And I'm like, oh. we look it up. And they're like, yeah, sports books are not going to pay you out oh if your God. team wins in extra time. And I'm like, 
<sighs> I guess. And then they're like, yeah, I, I think it said something like the bet always says like regular time or through the 90 minutes, something like that. So soccer is impossible to bet on. Right. Um, and then funny enough, sports just stopped for like three months after that because of COVID. And then we got back into it. And that's when I, I started going to the casino a little more. Um, I started betting on my phone, but last season it was, it was open season. Like last football season was, was open season. We were betting, um, we were getting a lot of free bets too, which was cool. Um, if you didn't win, you would get your money back. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's pretty fun, pretty, pretty interesting, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how, how I got into, into sports betting. I feel like it was just in my blood pretty much so bets on sports <laughs> yeah it's a bet on sports do you think that you are good sports better uh i think i have a good concept i just don't have great luck mm. i have like a like good concepts of like what to bet on like the ideas are good they just don't follow through. they just don't follow through by like a smidge always it's funny because usually when you tell me like oh this team's gonna win i know to bet opposite <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of times you'll be like, "Oh, bet on this like to win." There have been a couple times that you were like, "Oh, like this is like this people are gonna win." Like when you said Argentina was gonna win the Copa America, like they mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times when you tell me like, <laughs> "Oh, this team is sure to win," I'm usually like, "I'm gonna bet the other way," because you just jinx yourself always. I think that's what happens. What happens usually? So, so you think that. What I, what I said was going to happen was actually going to happen, but because I said it out loud, it reversed. Yeah. Wow. Because there's been a couple of times you're like, oh, this team's going to win. I'm like, okay. And you even said like during football season, you're like, I'm not going to say it because <laughs> I know the opposite's going to happen. Yeah. And I would be like, okay, I'm just going to place a bet then. <laughs> okay. Well, when you asked me that question right now, I was... I took it more as like, oh, like when you're building your parlays and you're doing that. Because like, I feel like I'm a, I build my parlays in a smart way. Like, for example, the Chiefs, no, not not the Chiefs. They weren't in the Super Bowl. The Rams and the Bengals this past Super Bowl. My parlay, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I had Cooper Cup on the over in yards. Matthew Stafford over passing yards, I think. I had... Odell Beckham anytime touchdown and then I had uh Jamar Chase I think anytime touchdown score right I had ten dollars to win like a hundred something mm-hmm. Odell Beckham scored Cooper Cup didn't hit his his yards his over in his yards by like I think it was by like maybe like nine or eight something like that Matthew Stafford didn't hit the over on his passing yards by a few yards yeah. only so it's not like I'm I'm like picking all these touchdown scores and it doesn't happen, right. you know, like it's like I'm there, but I'm not quite right. there yet. I'm not as sharp right. as some of the people that I listen to. I, I'd like to think that I kind of know what I'm talking about, <laughs> Okay, but I I do it for fun. Yeah. You know, like this is, I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not no. pretending that I'm going to make a living off of this. It's, it's for fun. Yeah. I feel like the thing about sports betting a lot of the time is, it's good to listen to people that are very knowledgeable mm-hmm. about it. Um, obviously, you know, like people always have their own opinions, but I feel like you have to look at it in the sense of like, okay, this is my money. Like, 
I want to spend it the way I want to spend it and not, I'm not going to have somebody else telling me to spend it. That's how I think of it. Mm-hmm. When I place a bet, I'm like, what do I feel like is right? What do I feel like I know enough about this team, these sports to go off of some things? And it's like you see like week in and out and it's like like you watch the Chiefs and like last year it was always like Tariq Hill touchdown. It was always – um what's his name, Travis Kelsey touchdown, Byron Pringle sometimes. It was always, you know, Patrick Mahomes hit every over that he threw. Like, they were always, always winning. Kansas City was, like, a sure win. So it was, like, okay, like, it was kind of, like, Kansas City, I thought last year was the easiest person, the easiest team to bet on, but you didn't make a lot of money because, like, they were so easy to bet on. The odds weren't favorable for the better. But I also think that, like, you could put $10 and you could make, like, 20 but then that's 10 more dollars that you didn't have. That could fuel, like, a bigger bet. You know? Right. Um, but, like, I don't know. I think betting, like, I know my dad, like, he'll watch people, too. Like, he would always watch, like, certain people. And they would be like, oh, my God, this guy's hit, like, the last 10 bets. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, that's not fun. Like, you know, I feel like listening to other people is good. It's good, like, research. But it's fun to like place a bet and it to be crazy and you'd be like, oh my god, I placed that myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. like my mom, for example, she placed a bet on Andrew Ruiz, Anthony Joshua fight, the first one. Ruiz won and it was crazy. Like she didn't watch anything. She didn't. She didn't even know who he was. She just placed it. To and be fair, not a lot of people yeah. knew who Andy Ruiz was. <laughs> and it was crazy and i'm like wow and uh, you know what people were probably like he's gonna lose he was under he was the underdog but my mom is always like team underdog and i'm like oh okay like well she just won money yeah. with with the canelo b-ball fight yeah. and she just bet on b-ball because he was the underdog he was the underdog and, and because and i bet like and everybody that you people listen to were like oh canelo canelo is sure win canelo canelo or yeah. even Joshua, he was a sure win. And it's like, you know, like yeah. nothing is a sure win in sports betting. No, it's not. And that's why I think like... Nothing is for sure in sports, period. Right. In life. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's why it's fun to just put your money. And I feel like if you wholeheartedly believe in a team or in something about placing, it makes it a lot more fun to watch too. You mm-hmm. know? And you're never going to be like, oh man, like whatever. But uh, like honestly, like I feel like for me, like my approach to sports betting is a lot more different from yours because it's kind of like okay i gotta feel it out like i like this season for nba there was a lot of teams that are like oh my god like i haven't heard about them in years like oklahoma you know like um cleveland like there were some teams that you know they lost such big players like in the last like 10 years that they kind of became nobodies and this year they were beating like some high teams and you're like whoa what's going on but I bet if you like listen to other people, they were like, "Oh, Oklahoma's gonna beat like Oklahoma's gonna lose against the Bulls," and then they would like win. Obviously, like I'm not saying like they did win, but they were beating higher teams, and it was kind of or they like, were covering at yeah, least. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's like like going back to everything like watch and bet on sports that you like really know about because if you do like go in kind of blind and just start listening to a bunch of people they're gonna tell you the favorites most likely all the time Mm -hmm. and usually the favorites yeah they're favorited for reasons but doesn't mean that they always cover like example last football season me and alex we placed a bet it was um kansas city versus the bills the buffalo buffalo bills and Kansas City was favorited to win. Mm-hmm. And we placed a bet on Buffalo to win. 
we placed a bet for Buffalo to win for um It's the same game parlay yeah, that that, that we that we placed. Buffalo to win, Knox to score, um Josh Allen to score and Josh Allen to cover on his running on his running yards, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I so think it was just four legs. Yeah, I think it was four. Yeah. But we placed it and we placed like five dollars and we won like one fifty off of it. And like they were not favorited like at all to win. Like those were like you know, Josh Allen wasn't favorited to win. Um, I mean, like, he wasn't, like, he was down there. I remember he was, like, up, up, like, a really high, like, to not score, basically. Like, he wasn't, like, at the top. Right. And, and he actually scored that touchdown, like, like early in the one, game. Like, and, I yeah, I think, I think he, yeah, he rushed it in. Um, but we kind of, we kind of sweat that one a little yeah. bit because the Bills got away in that game yeah. in the second half. And not only that. Josh Allen covered his his um his rushing yard line or uh what what do they call it? Well, he he covered his his rushing yards in the fourth quarter with yeah. like six minutes to play, and um, I remember there was it was like a play. I think it was one that we needed like we needed him to rush for like eleven yards, and he rushed for like thirteen something like that, and that's how he covered. Yeah, something like that. But it was it was insane. It that's the rush and the thrill of sports betting and that's why people come back to it that's why it's so dangerous too yeah. because some people are addicted to that feeling and they come back to it and they start running out of them yeah, the yeah they start running out of their money and then they start picking into other accounts other money stashes where they're not supposed to be right. getting money from but when you win when you hit a bet it's it's an unbelievable feeling honestly you've won more than me so you yeah. y you know more about that feeling than i do but i think I, this season is gonna be different i, I hope we both win oh. a lot but yeah, yeah. I, I think like for me when i've like hit some pretty big bets um and when i've hit them i'm like oh my god like i think my luck is gonna run out and it's scary like i don't want to like I think the thing with sports betting is like you have um, once you're in the positive, you're like, OK, I don't want to go back into the negative or like I don't want to lose what I just made to like even out, you know. So kind of like transitioning and going into it. The biggest bet I've ever won was two thousand dollars and it was last year. We had just come back from Miami. Mm -hmm. Um and me and my dad so it was like we just came back from miami in february for my birthday mm -hmm. and it was during like covid like times and i had to take two weeks off of my job um because of covid yeah i remember and so i was like like you know i didn't like i was going to school but like i didn't really have a lot going on so my dad um was like oh like let's go to breakfast one day whatever whatever so i'm like okay cool so we went to breakfast and I had just turned 21. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just turned 21 so I could start like betting online. And me and my dad were like talking about like the ba the baseball, basketball games going on. And we would like write down all the games and we would like circle. Who do you have? Who do you have? And we would like compare to each other. Um, and so one day, I think it was like a Thursday. Yeah, I think it was like Thursday or Wednesday. Um me and my dad went out for breakfast and there was like 10 or 11 like nba games that night it was oh it was thursday it was thursday night um 
basketball like mm. tnt yeah like the yeah, national yeah, broadcast yeah. yep and there was like 11 games going on and i remember my dad and i going to breakfast and i was like here's the games who do you have he was like oh i have i have like chicago i have um, milwaukee i have this i have that so we're like circling i'm like okay and then we're talking about it and i remember like we were like saying we were gonna place a bet together and it was gonna be 50 dollars, so 25 and 25 and I had at the time because I just signed up. I had a free bet up to a hundred dollars, and mm-hmm. I, if I lost, I would have got my money back. And so we're like talking about it. And I remember like this day like vividly, mm-hmm. like telling my dad like, "Who do you have?" Like he kept going back and forth, and like he kind of kept like brushing off the conversation. I'm like, "We have to get this like bet in." Like the first game starts at like five, and it's already like getting later. Um, so finally, we sat down. He placed the bet okay we like placed it whatever i gave him the money right um and i like went out with my friends like later on that night we're at buffalo wild wings i remember and the games are playing and i remember seeing like okay that's one okay that's that's two three four blah 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 my dad is like texting me he's like where are you like we're like (laughs) about to win and so i go home and it's probably like 11 or 12 o'clock at night like the last game was i think it was like 11 and it was like the last game. I don't remember who it was, but I remember it was like close, and we won like fifty dollars. Won us like two thousand dollars because we bet on like ten, ten or like like we bet like on a, all the games that night, like the whole slate. We we hit every single one. And the next day, me and my dad we went and like we cashed out. We like split the money, and it was like it was insane. Like it was so crazy. I remember my dad's like call him right now. Like call the call the casino because. It was partnered with another, like, it was partnered with a casino nearby. So my dad was like, call them right now. Let's see, if, like, we're going to go get our money right now. They were closed. The sports betting was closed. So we went the next day, and we got our money. And it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, we, like, hit that. Like, it was crazy. Um, and my dad, of course, was like, we should have used your, th- like, $100. We could have had, like, over, like, two, like, we could have had, like, two grand or, like, 200 grand or, like, whatever. Like, 20000 I think it would have been. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been 20000 And I was like, well, like, we're, like, we won what we won. Like, you right. know. And after that, I was kind of like, all right, like, I think, like, this isn't going to happen again. Like, that was my mindset. Like, it's not going to happen again. I kind of steered away from it. Um, but, yeah, like, that that one was it was crazy because it was just so many games that we got right but it was like me and my dad like we're very knowledgeable about basketball and like we watch it and we're kind of like we would talk about like oh you have something different i have something different why do you think that and we were like okay like makes sense or for the most part we had them but there was some like fav- on like some underdogs that we did pick so it was pretty crazy what about wow what is like your biggest um, well, first of all, let me just say that to hit <laughs> eleven, let, let's let's the, the you can't we can't just brush this off. We can't just go to me, okay? <laughs> to hit eleven legs in a parlay is so damn difficult. That's why the odds We're are so the way. High. Yes, that's why twenty of fifty dollars won you two thousand because that's a lot of legs. Of legs. Yeah. That's that's so many. A lot of people would say, well, that's just like a hail mary bet. Yeah. And it hit, so you never know. But um, yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, I had forgotten about that, but I had now. I remember that was cool. Um, damn, the biggest bet that I've ever hit, probably. I think it's probably the Kansas City Buffalo one. 
Nice. Yeah, that's like the biggest one. And I felt so proud because we built it. Yeah. You know, that's and I'm sure that's the feeling that you had with your dad, too, because you guys built that parlay together. And, you you know, two two brains came together. You know, they say two two heads are better than better than one. And then you come up with this parlay and it hits. Um, that's how I felt, too. I remember we wrote down yeah. the legs and we're like, all right, this person he's at. It was it was a thrill we were like jumping up and down. Yeah. <laughs> we were really excited. That was that was very very fun. Um I I don't like the Buffalo Bills, but I do like Josh Allen just for that reason. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, Josh Allen forever forever in my heart for winning me money. We used that money on the Indianapolis trip. I yeah, think. We did. Yeah, we yeah. did. We funded a part of that trip <laughs> with uh with with josh allen's legs pretty much (laughs) and his ability to escape the pocket and and gain yards on the ground so thank you very much josh allen dawson knox buffalo bills and kansas city for getting blown out and at arrowhead we appreciate that all right (sighs) what's the worst beat you've ever had like the and let me explain what beat like a bad beat a bad beat is a bet that you're super close to winning but because of some fuckery, for the lack of a better term, you didn't hit the bet. What what is what is one that comes to your mind? Um, the first one that comes to my mind was recently. Um, one of like the app that I use was giving you kind of like a like a promotion. It was like a like what they had said, like that mm-hmm. they you know believed. Um, so it was Steph Curry versus Boston to score six or more points in each <laughs> quarter of the game. Mm-hmm. So I was like, six points, that's three baskets. Like, that's two threes for Two him. threes, yeah. And the game before that, he had, like, made, like, 12 points in the first quarter. So I was like, okay, he, like, is consistent. Like, he's not going to, like, down and, like, not make any baskets in, like, one quarter. So we'll be fine, you know? <laughs> so I put money on it. And mm-hmm. I think it was, like, plus 210 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, He scored, like, five the first quarter. And then after that, he made, like, he covered all of it. I remember. And I think he, like, missed a free throw, too. Like, it was something like that. I was like, what the heck? But there have been plenty and, pl- like, plenty of um, parlays that I've built that they're off. But, like, I remember, um, I don't remember, I don't remember, like, what it was exactly. But Clay Thompson this season had just came back. And I put him, like, over, like, it was, like, a couple games after. I think it was when they went to Chicago. I, I won money on that when they beat Chicago. Um, but it was, like, something. Like, something I had built a, a parlay, same-game parlay for Golden State. I don't remember who they were against. Um, but I put, like, Clay Thompson. I put Golden State to win by 11-plus. And I, I missed, like, Clay Thompson by one basket. The Warriors won by 10 like it was like one thing for everyone, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I think I put like a dollar fifty to win like two hundred dollars. Yeah, and it was because I like had like eleven, like I had like ten things that I had to hit, and like I hit like eight of them, but the rest were like by one basket, by one point, by one three. Like it was just so whack. I remember, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I was literally right there. I think one of them, um, I think it was plus like eleven, like Golden State to win by eleven or more. They had the ball. They were up by, like, I think it was, like, nine. 
and then it was like the last second and they just held the ball yeah I'm like <laughs> bruh the epitome of yeah. a bad beat yes. right there and i was like that's it like i'm done i'm done watching them but I will, like, I feel like Golden State is, like, the team that I'm very consistently watching. Mm-hmm. So I know when, like, I usually, I always bet for them. And, like, I know, like, okay, is, you know, is this going to happen? And, you know, it's always, like, who is going to have a good game. But, like, the easiest bet last season for Golden State was Kavon Looney over his points. Dude hit his points every game. Especially in the playoffs. It was, like, his points were, like, eight. Mm-hmm. Like, him to have eight or, eight, eight or over. And I knew, okay, like, my way of like thinking about it is like he's a very good like big but if they have like if it was like Porzingis or um Jokic I knew he wasn't going to have game like that many points because they have really really good bigs Giannis like I knew he wasn't going to excel so I would put the over on the other players because I knew that they were going to carry it. but if a team didn't have like a really good big I'd throw it in he'd hit it all the time so I, I think like that goes like with what we were saying, like bet on stuff that you actually watch because if you have like Kavan Looney is a great player, but he's not like top tier, like he's mm-hmm. not Jokic, he's not Giannis, he's not, you know, these superpower guy, he can get the job done like more than okay, he can get the job done. But if when he's against like those really, those teams that built their whole offense over one big, like, he will usually kind of get, like, he won't be as dominant. So, I knew that Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, <laughs> um, who else, like, Draymond, like, they were going to have better games. Um, so, that was that was probably the biggest, like, thing, like, of, like, watching and, like, learning from basketball that I learned from the Golden State Warriors. But I think along with soccer, like, betting, don't ever bet in basketball rebounds too too hard because mm. the ball will hit the rim like 55 people will touch it or like it's just so hard to i think rebounds and sometimes are hard um if you, like a team has like a predominantly big player yes like they'll you can bet them over on the rebounds mm-hmm. but i think assists are also like stay away from that because so many t- people touch the ball in one position possession that it's just so hard and there's so many possessions when somebody doesn't even touch the ball and they just right. get to the rim. Right. So assist, I would say away from rebounds, like eh, it's kind of tricky. I think the best thing for basketball to bet is points. Um and um made threes, maybe. Made threes, yeah. Points made threes, I would say. And the money line. And if they're gonna win like a certain you could also bet like example, like Golden State is a very big team that scores in the third. So I would always bet they're over for the third quarter, which you can do. That's a mythical thing in sports betting. The third quarter Golden State Warriors and yeah. that 15, 16, 17, 18, yeah. 19 run. Like those golden years of the Golden State Warriors and they're coming back. So, so yeah. Um, that, that's the good thing about basketball, though, is that it's either a win or a loss. There's no draws. Yeah. That's why it's that, that's why soccer is so tricky. Um, my all-time bad beat happened this past May. Um, I had a same game parlay for the Premier League, uh, Liverpool against Tottenham. It was a late start. It was uh, here in in the states. It was like a two p.m. start. Um, I stayed away from the money line. I stayed away from the from the from the goal uh, 
from the total goals and stuff like that. What I did, I bet on the yellow cards. I bet on the corners and I bet on the goal scorers, right? So I had Fabinho to get a yellow card anytime. And context matters. I knew that this was going to be a game where if Liverpool lost the ball, Tottenham was going to counterattack fast. How do you stop a counterattack? With a foul. Who's usually the one that's committing the foul in soccer when it comes to counterattacks? It's the defensive midfielder, Fabinho. He's a defensive midfielder for Liverpool. And I thought I, I thought to myself, well, it's almost a given that he's going to get a yellow card. And he did. He got a yellow card. I had um, the over on the corners, which was, I believe, 10.5 for that game. I hit that like early in the second half. Um, I had, I think I had the over on yellow cards too, which was 5.5, I think over like early in the second half too and i had sadio mane anytime goal scorer the game ended 1-1 and luis diaz scored who assisted that goal sadio mane so yeah uh, there there i was very upset because i was one leg away from it was i think it was like a ten dollar bet to win like one like 120 130 something like that so it was nice it was decent but I was so upset because I'm like, I built this parlay. It felt so right for Sadio Mane to come up in this game where Liverpool was still in the title contention, only a point away. They were hoping for Manchester City to trip up, miss a step, and they tied. And it was just like, oh my goodness. It was such a perfect storm, but not so perfect because I didn't hit my bet. Nice. Yeah, it was crazy. I think that like those bets were like right there really are like difficult to swallow. Mm-hmm. But the bets when you place, like I've placed bets before and I've been like like the second game I've lost. And I'm like, all right. And then it's like, you know, I placed five games to win, like five teams to win and I only hit two. Like I don't feel as bad. Yeah. Like I was really off, mm-hmm. you know, but those games when you're like, oh, you one missed goal, one missed this, one whatever. You're like, damn, like I could have had that like. And then, you know, you're like, okay, next time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's that's dangerous, too. Yeah. You keep thinking next time, maybe next time is never going to come because right. nothing is guaranteed Didn't in sports betting. did that, like, thing you deleted all your apps? Yeah, I don't have that. I, I haven't placed a bet. And since then? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. I'm going to download it again for the football season because that, yeah, yeah, because that's, cause that's fun. But no, that and then that night Canelo lost too, so I was like, yeah, and then nothing. I, I actually put Canelo to win. Yeah. Well, I got kind of tricked up because I put Canelo to win, like five, like seven, eight, nine. But I thought it was like the round, but I think it was him to win in. Yeah, not not nine. the scorecard, but yeah. to get a stoppage in in, in those rounds. Um, all right. Besides soccer, and to wrap up, besides soccer, what's a sport that you would that you personally would stay away from? Um, baseball. Okay. Because that's another game where I think it's really hard because there's so many teams involved. There's so many things involved. Um, and, like, you have teams, like, example, like the Cubs. Like, they play, like, five days in a row. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they're so exhausted. And I feel like baseball, like, there's so much involved in it too you know Mm -hmm. yeah so i I would stay away from baseball betting 
just because like i've heard like nrfts or like nrfis or something like that mm, it's yeah. based on like hits i don't know i've seen it before and i'm like i don't know that's just confusing to me yeah no i don't know what about you yeah well baseball is one of them but i think it's almost by default um to me i would stay away from combat sports because as a thunderstorm is looming over here at the studio, uh, <laughs> My God. Um, I would say combat sports because all it takes is a feint, a trip up, a leg kick, anything yeah. to change the course, to change the trajectory, to change the outcome completely. I'll give you an example. Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards, too. Kamaru Usman was winning the whole fight. He falls for a feint, leans to his right, gets head kicked, knocked out. Leon Edwards, new UFC welterweight champ. Yeah. All it took was a feint and for him to fall for it and to get kicked into oblivion. That's it. That's all it took. Imagine the people that had Kamaru Usman like to win by decision or the people, you know, like like whatever. Well, I feel like like combat, like boxing, I think it's a little bit more. It's like a little bit easier. But I think Yeah. But I feel like with betting, MMA, betting, um boxing, like betting sports like that, it's really interesting to watch cuz there's such a build up to it. Yeah. And you have like these big people like fighting and you're like oh like which one is gonna happen and it's cool like you could have an underdog and they could just get like checked and then boom they're done or like mm-hmm. just get hit with one bad blow and they're out and mm-hmm. you, you just could have won like money you know right so like even like joshua uzik like mm-hmm. remember like i was like oh i feel like he's gonna win and then i was like the one time i didn't bet the underdog like he, he won yeah you know yeah so i uzik feel like a lot winning. of times mm-hmm. betting like when you bet sports like combat more i would say usually like go for the underdog unless it's somebody like okay i've never even heard of this person before like i mean i don't know i feel like with that like it's i don't i feel like there's a lot more hype around it yeah because one thing could change it and it's the person controlling it you know yeah like you only doing dealing with two people versus dealing with 55 people exactly no one can come in and clean up your mistake yeah you get clipped you get clipped right you're done right if you if you don't have the chin to absorb the punch the kick the elbow whatever the case may be um all right anything else you want to add no all right so let's do the song of the day song oh cheers uh i can start okay go ahead okay my song of the day you won't be surprised by my choice my song of the day is supersonic by oasis oh my god um we actually went to a store in the city and it's like a, it's like a GameStop, but with like vintage stuff like used t- stuff and i got the definitely maybe cd by oasis and the what's the story morning glory probably their two best cds the two most famous cds oasis is a band for manchester england by the way for those who don't know um i know them because they're huge manchester manchester city fans um they're two brothers um like the lead guys they hate each other now Uh, but that's a different yeah but that's a different story but yeah supersonic it's a it's a it's a great great song it's i feel like oasis's music is very aggressive 
and i just love it oh my God. yeah it's it's amazing i i can't get enough of it i've been listening to it for days now i go on i don't know about you but i well yeah you you definitely do um <laughs> you go on these little little like moments where you listen to the same song over and over again or the same artist over and over again and i feel like i'm on my oasis uh thing right now yeah on my kick on my oasis kick so yeah supersonic by oasis great song highly recommended what's yours i my song is new light bon jo- by john Ma- mayer mm-hmm. yeah john mm-hmm. Mayer. Mm-hmm. that's probably one of the only songs that i listen to by him but it's a really good song and something like it has like a really good beat to it and it's just good so yeah that's my recommendation awesome great and remember you can find that playlist on spotify um if you type it in and you don't see it through spotify just go to our instagram uh click the link tree and on the link tree the direct link to the to the playlist is going to be there it's a public playlist you can you can listen to it you can save it uh but it's right there she did a great job of of putting it all together and making it easy for you all to listen um we've gotten messages we've gotten some uh some some compliments in person too about the show there's a lot of family listening friends listening to the podcast we definitely appreciate you all um especially the people that have told us in person that they listen um or that that they enjoy it um we we appreciate it more than you know uh it's it's for us this is this is a passion project it's for fun and for people to listen to it to support to follow to share to watch to listen it means a lot it really does so from the bottom of our hearts we appreciate it thank you so much continue to support and you know we're going to continue doing this because we we enjoy it we have a lot of fun every week that that we that we record so yeah any final words before we wrap up um no (laughs) (laughs) all right well that'll do it follow us on instagram and on tiktok Instagram at betting on love, TikTok betting on love underscore YouTube. Link is in the link tree. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, yeah, that'll do it for this week. Our season is coming to an end. Yes, wow, we got a couple episodes, and and then some surprise guests. Yeah, some surprise guests. There's there's people who are lining up almost to to be on the show. We don't blame you. We're pretty <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everyone. Peace out, Girl Scout. Goodbye.